Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Thursday. Happy Valentine's Day. Today is PTSD and relationships. So today we're going to be talking about a big old topic. What is love? Right. Is so it's love? Valentine's Day. We want to kind of share some stories with you. It'll be a little bit different than we usually do, um, mm -hmm. but we think it's a really, really important. It's a really big topic and we're going to do a lot obviously more podcasts and more videos on this, mm -hmm. but it is a really important topic. So we just yeah. kind of want to dip our toes in today. But before yeah. we kind of get started, I just want to, of course, always a few formalities. So this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by my Broken to Unbreakable program, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So that kind of leads into what I do. I am a recovery coach. So I help people fully recover from their own PTSD or CPTSD as I did my CPTSD and as Brad did with his as well. And so my name is Kayleen. I struggled with CPTSD for over 15 years and no longer do. And like I said, now what I do is I help people. So that's why we're here to kind of help people and give back. And this lovely man to my right is Brad Shipke. <laughs> Don't look to your right. <laughs> I am here <laughs> and I'm very excited to talk about love because this is a good topic. This is an amazing topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was there for every step of the way. I am her significant other for all, for all of you who don't know. And I have been for quite some time, but I, I, I helped her through every step of her recovery and we were able to recover together. So like, this is kind of like a unique perspective that you get to have today. Mm -hmm. And like every week when we do the relationship podcast is that you get to see both sides of it. And like, we were able to go to the dark places in our relationship while we had while we both had PTSD and then both make it out together. It wasn't easy. And I hope you guys can learn from my lessons because we almost fell apart, but that's a really unique perspective that we have. Yeah. And yeah. it's really cool. It is. It's awesome. And that's, you know, why we do the show is to spread that hope and that belief, right? So I always kinda wanna start off with, right? Like PTSD or CPTSD is a normal reaction to an abnormal event, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a normal reaction to an abnormal event. So for one, you're not alone. Right. This happens a lot. I think one in uh, one in 13 people mm -hmm. struggle with this. So you're you're really not alone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it feels like you're alone and no one understands you. Mm -hmm. um, but and a lot of times, it, you know, people in our lives don't get it because they haven't been there. Right. And they'll say things like, well, like, just move on. Right. Just yeah, kind just of get over on. it. Um, and so. You know, we want to tell you that there is a path to healing. We're not going to tell you to move on and get over it, obviously. <laughs> uh, we've been to those dark places. You're not alone. We've got your back. We believe in you. You can heal. You can live a life free of PTSD and CPTSD and all that goes with it. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're kind of here to do, to spread some hope and love and to give you actions to take. And, you know, every episode we try to give you an action to take, to implement in your life because that's the biggest thing. Action, mm -hmm. action, action. Um, and... It will change your life if you do the actions, truly and it genuinely. Will. It will. One thousand percent. And I'm ready to jump in to what is love. What the is topic love? of today's podcast is what is love, and it's so important because um, most of the time, like we don't even know, like, like you never define what love is for you, right? right. Like you never know, like so many people accept things and give things to people who like they love that isn't love and they don't realize that and they right. don't know how to stop doing those things that isn't love. So I think kind of like the goal of this podcast today is kind of like give some few, uh, give a few, um, I guess fundamental truths or fundamental things about love to really help you realize like what is love? You know, what is, 
what is that supposed to be like? What is that supposed to look like? And that seems kind of like a simple thing, right? It does. Like, yeah. Oh, love is obvious, right? But it's not. You know, like relationships are complicated. And it's because like yeah. you're not really on the same page about like what love is and what you should expect from others and what you should be giving to others too. Yeah. And this was a huge thing that we ourselves went through in our relationship. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Was like what what does love even <laughs> look like? What is like the ideal relationship look like? You know, like and then there's like <laughs> A bunch of different layers to this too but we're going to go over three and i'll be the yeah. one to inter- introduce them today all right do it <laughs> number one is going to be 100 percent, 100 percent, and we'll get into what that really means number two is unconditional and number three is communication and these three are our favorites by far and these three if you can get these locked in You'll be golden. Yeah. yeah. Be golden. You will. Yeah. And it, you're, you you make a good point. A lot of people aren't on the same page with a lot of things and in a lot of regards. Yeah. And that first one, right? 100%, 100%. So like, what does that mean? Right? So 100% on both sides, right? So mm-hmm. I know like y'all can't see the board, right? Where mm-hmm. we have like, we have two separate 100% written. So it's 100%, 100%. And so that means you're giving 100%. Mm. and I'm giving 100% yeah. all the time. And that is like a lot of people when they think about a relationship or they look into a relationship, they're like, oh, it's 50-50, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's not at all what it is, right? right? It is 100%, 100%. So I give all I can, right? All I mm-hmm. want to, all I have mm-hmm. ultimately to you. And I guess this kind of blends actually into the next point as well, which is unconditional, right? I don't expect back. right. Right. Which is it's, it's tricky. Point. It is is tricky. Love right. is complicated, right? Love right. hurts. Right. Um, so what what does that like one hundred percent mean to you? Well, I think the key thing is that you give a hundred percent. It's not fifty fifty, right? Mm-hmm. I don't expect Kayleen to do certain things for me. Mm-hmm. I don't expect her to come home and like this is quite sexy, but make me make me dinner or like do certain <laughs> tasks for me. I don't expect her to do certain things. I don't expect her like to do anything for me, right? But I just try to give everything that I can to her. And then she tries to give everything she can to me. Right. And it's kind of just like you're taking full resp- full responsibility for how your relationship turns out. And like this is not me saying or us saying that like a an abusive relationship is acceptable. Like you shouldn't like the, we're going to be talking about everything like what love is. But you're going to have like certain standards of what love is mm-hmm. and like what you like really like deserve um but like you don't expect people to do certain things for you right right Which you give you give it's all about giving you give yeah. give 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 and what happens when you give is that the other person gives yeah if it's true love right you know like yeah. if, it's, if it's real love if it's not an abusive relationship if you like if, if you have a core of like love in this relationship even when it's like with kids or something it's like you just give and give and give and give and give yeah right with everything that you have yeah you know like I, I try to do, I call it the morning five by five, (laughs) (laughs) um, from a, from a great book, um, by, uh, Gary Chapman. Mm -hmm. Um, what's it called? The five five love languages. The five love languages. Well, I, I kind of created this on my own based on that book, but, um, here it is. There it is. is. Gary Chapman. Very good book. Very good book. It just gives you a lot of awareness on, uh, like how, how other people interpret love and how like people receive love and how you should be giving love to specific people. But I learned that. Kayleen accepts loves in all five languages, all which five. is okay. So I have to do the morning five by five <laughs> and the morning five by five is uh, words of affirmation. So say something nice about her. What is it? Uh, 
action, like do some some kind of action. Uh, active service. Active service. So I like, I don't know, rubber back, give her a back scratch or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, morning scratches are the best. Morning scratches. <laughs> make her some coffee or something. Um, then I, um, what's the other one? Give a gift. Give a gift. So I give her a random gift, a physical gift. And then I forget the other one. Spend time. Spend personal time. And what's the last one? Physical touch. Physical touch, which I get with the scratch. Like a, a big, a big <laughs> hug. <laughs> he, he hits them all every day. I do. I do. Yeah. And but that's cool. But it's all about giving. It's all about giving. It's not about like taking. So many people are just like, oh, what is she, what is she, like she doing for me? Or what are they going to, what are they doing for me? Or like, what are they going to do for me on Valentine's Day today? Are they going to get me a good gift? They need to give me a good gift. Right. But like, it, is that really what like dictates your love? Right. You know? Maybe to some degree. And they're kind of, there's like communication with that too. Right. I mean, we're getting to something else, the love languages, but like maybe like getting a gift means a lot to you. Right. Right. But like that comes down to later communication and talking about all those things. Right. But taking 100% resp- responsibility for your relationship is like key, you know, it is. And then you get rid of all like those like negative emotions about the other person, about what they're doing, what they're doing, what they're not doing. And right. Like you let all go. those expe- expectations that you have for them. Cause like they're all like false expectations that you're usually not even communicating to the other person. So you're just expecting this person to do all these things right. that they don't even know they should be doing or that you want them to do. It's kind of ridiculous when you think of it like that, you know? So it's all about 100%. And, is, and Valentine's Day is a great a great example because a lot of people celebrate. And, you know, a lot of times what people expect, and you, you do see that there are expectations like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I, you say it like this, but really it's an expectation, right? Oh, like I hope he gets me like chocolates and flowers and I hope he gets me like a gift tonight or something. And you're just kind of waiting and you're expecting like that there'll be something and when there's you know nothing or just like kind of time spent you feel disappointed because you expected that original thing right right and so that's something that is is really important is to let go of those expectations and uh, this can get twisted right because again we're not saying like we're not saying be in an abusive relationship right right? there has to be love on both ends and the 100 percent, 100 percent is tricky right Mm -hmm. um but it's so important. And when you get it, you'll know that you get it. You really will. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you just give everything you can. And you know, if, if they are someone that loves you, they're going to give what they can. Right. And right. that I think is the most important thing. And so many people uh, like, which is the third point, right? They expect without communicating too. Right. Right. Not even like, Hey, like this Valentine's day, like maybe we can exchange gifts, you know, after we get home from work. And then at least you set a precedent of like, okay, yeah, we'll do a gift exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody (laughs) shows up with something, you know? So like that is really important, but mostly it's just like, I want to show love in, in the ways that you receive love, which again is more kind of into the love languages, but in the ways that like I like showing love, right. Which is a lot of gifts, a lot of like little notes. I'm a big, like little note person, She is like hugs and like just time spent. And you have to think about, too, like, what's most important, especially if you're not getting this 100 percent, 100 percent right now and right out the gate. Think about what's important. Are those expectations really important? Mm. Do they really mean that much to your relationship or are they kind of superficial? Right. Like a flower is pretty superficial for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like a box of chocolates is is fairly superficial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I'm not saying we don't all love chocolate, but. It's nice. It's nice when you let go of the expectations and then something is done too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just makes it a lot more genuine on both sides. And if you just kind of 
let go, right? And like mm-hmm. lift the weight off of your relationship with those expectations because you're not communicating them most it is likely. A yeah. And it is a weight. And then everybody feels kind of this like level of stress almost that like... And then you hold on to it too. And, you, yeah. and then you bring it to the other parts of your relationship and you get mad at the person. Something else that has nothing to do with what you're initially mad at. Yeah. But like you can just eliminate that altogether by just taking 100% responsibility. Yeah. And I'm going to go into one other thing. Yeah, do your thing. With expectations is like... You might like receive love as like gifts. Let's just say that. Like when someone gives you a gift, um, like that's um that makes you feel awesome, that makes you feel so loved and like just like really connected with the person. Um, but maybe the other person, like they really love, you know, like um receiving acts of service. So like if you, you know, folded their laundry or did something, they would really, really like that. So the other person in in the relationship might be doing something that um, is what they would want for themselves, right? It's something that, like, maybe they they fold all your laundry because that's how they would want. Because that's how be they express and show. So, like, up. you're expecting something, but they're like, it's not. It doesn't mean that they, that they don't love you. You know, they might be doing something in a different way that, you know, you just don't perceive as love. As and then love. that's when a lot of like tension comes up too. Yeah, and so that- we have totally different expectations for things but both sides might have very good intentions. Right. And really be showing love. And that is a big thing that there was something last night. I forget what it was that you did that. I was like, you show me love in all these, all these ways. I forget you were sitting at your desk, but that that's a great example. Like if Brad like folded my laundry for me, maybe I don't really care about that, right? Because it just doesn't matter to me. But that's how he is saying, like, I love you so much and, like, I want to do things for you. And, like, look, I did this thing for you. And it's, like, so full of love and so Mm -hmm. genuine. And for me, it's, like, I don't see that. And so it's hard if you don't communicate that you're just, like, you're, like, you never, you know, you never hold my hand and go for walks with me. But, like, he shows love with doing the dishes, which is not true. Right. (laughs) So it's, it's all about thinking about the other person, right? It's all about thinking about what this person wants and then giving them what they want, you know? Right. And doing your best. And sometimes Kay- Kayleen goes overboard because she, she like overthinks it. Uh-huh. She's like, <laughs> she's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you need? What do you want? I'm like, like, I don't need anything. You like, having I, a good time? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm doing awesome. I know. Like, I don't need anything. I'm, He's I'm so good. Simple. I'm, yeah. You can just like be you. I just want you to be happy. Yeah. And then, then I'll be happy. So. You just really like you think about or and ask the person what they want, right. but just like give them what they want. Also, so, I love so doing simple. things for you at the same right, time, right? right? Like he doesn't expect anything, right? Because a hundred percent, hundred percent, and he doesn't need anything. But like I love, and I love showing him love by like doing things for him by like um, this is gonna sound sexist too, like making him lunch or yeah. like. <laughs> um, just like setting up his desk for the next day or like mm. kind of like cleaning things up and like keeping things in the office, how he likes them and how he works best. Right. And just kind of keeping it in ideal environment for like the little kind of idiosyncrasies that like he really likes and he really like right, right. F- makes him feel most like productive and stuff. So like I love doing that stuff, but he never ever needs it or expects me to do it. Right. Um, right. And probably doesn't appreciate it as much as I enjoy doing it. So it's, it's <laughs> seriously like, it's my way of just being expressive 
Yeah. And he can recognize that it's my way of being expressive, but yeah. it also like if I didn't do it, it wouldn't be heartbreaking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it can be tricky. It can yeah. be tricky, but you know, it's that hundred percent, a hundred percent, the unconditional, right? Mm-hmm. Letting go of those right. expectations. And it's not getting walked over all over. Right. It's not getting abused. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what we're saying. Right. Cause I can see how that could be like skewed. Just like, Oh, just give everything, like make your whole life about the other person. But it's not about that. It's like, you have to like respect yourself. Right. right. Too. <laughs> right. And have responsibility for yourself and how you feel and take care of yourself yeah. on top of it. And if someone's treating you poorly, right, they're they're giving to you, but they're giving you poor action, right? Right. And that's <clears throat> not acceptable, obviously. Um, and that's something we'll talk about in a couple weeks is yeah, standards, we right? And yes. within yeah. relationship standards. So don't put yourself in a dangerous situation, right? Mm-hmm. Don't accept anything less than you deserve, which is the world. So don't do that, right? Yep, yep. In, in very simple terms. Um, and then the last piece, right, is communication. And this we could probably talk about for literally hours. <laughs> um, but communicating, you know, how you love and what love means to you, right? So, like, communicating with that person and just, like, getting on the same wavelength, getting on the same page. You yeah. know, like, what does yeah. love mean to you? Like, what do you want your relationship to look like? This was a big thing for us. Like we grew up in with different references of love. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we had different expectations going into our relationship of Mm -hmm. what that looked like. Right. 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 So things that were like normal in my life were not normal in your life and kind of smoothing that over to be like, okay, like, you know, Brad specifically was like, well, you know, to me, love is never, ever raising your voice, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, you don't get into a, a yelling match. That's not love in, in my experience, right? And so that was something you expressed to me. And then for me to kind of meet you halfway, right? Not really halfway, really full way, but and to to be like, okay, like, I, I I've didn't really experience that. Mm-hmm. So I guess we just have to kind of, we have to like smooth out those bumps and like work that out. Right. Where if that was something that's normal in my life, that, Mm. that isn't in yours. So like when that happens, like to me, it's like no big deal. And to you, it's like, this is the end of the world. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's important to, um, also kind of define what is kind of like loving communication. Like what does communication look like? Like that's a great segue into like, like raising your voice or arguments like that isn't love you know like i'm not saying we can't have disagreements like Mm -hmm. we have like quote unquote arguments with each other Mm -hmm. where like we go back and forth and but they're more like i would call them disagreements Mm -hmm. right where we like we talk about both sides but we don't like it it doesn't get heated you know and and to me like a loving communication is like understanding that Kayleen is going through her own things and her own thought processes and her own experiences in life. And she gets affected differently than I do by her experiences. So she is going to feel her own feelings. And I have to understand that. So if she, if she gets like, you know, like, I don't know, upset or something, it's like, I have to understand that she went through something and not just like shut it down and be like, Oh, you shouldn't be feeling like that. Right. Like, Oh, like that's not a big problem, but it's like, you got to bring love right, and acceptance. Yeah and kindness and unconditional it's just unconditional like if i could just like what is love it's unconditional right and what does unconditional mean without conditions right right without expectations 
She's like, I just give because mm-hmm. I love you mm-hmm. and no other reason because you're a great person. I love you and I want the best for you. Yeah. So like communication is so, so, so important and honest, honest, open and accepting and loving communication and calm communication. and calm and calm communication yeah. is so important because like if you can't um communicate effectively and really get your own thoughts and ideas and like get on the same page and really just like click and understand what's going on and the thoughts that are in their head like it's gonna be a really really rough ride because like a lot of times it's like you have all these things that you want to say to the other person but you're just holding it back because you're afraid to hurt them or something so you're not being completely honest or transparent mm-hmm. and, or you don't say it in a, a, um, calm and loving way, you know, for the other person to be rece- receptive of it. Right. You know, right. it's like you get angry or you do like you say something else heated and you get into an argument or something. Um, there's so much, <laughs> there's so there much, is, but yeah. it comes down to unconditional love, accepting, honest and calm communication. That's like, that is like the core of loving communication is like, if you can get that and really like, explain how you're feeling right and they can be receptive to that and then they, they can explain how they're feeling and then you can grow together you know yeah and that's like really the key of everything to us is like because you like you know when you talk like even if it's like if it's to a friend or something when you talk about a problem um like a big weight gets lifted off your chest and that's really what it is it's like you carry around all this tension in your relationship because you never talk about it and you can't talk about it in the right way in a calm and loving way mm-hmm and if you could just do that and like understand that and like communicate that, be like, Hey, this is how I want to communicate. And like, cause we had, we communicated about how we wanted to communicate. Right. That's what, that's what that conversation was. It was like, Hey, like I, like ideally, like I would just like to have a conversation with you and never have our voices raised. And like, so we can just like be calm and like understand each other and love each other. So like you have to communicate about everything. You have to communicate how you want to communicate, how you want things to look. Right. So you're both on the same page a hundred percent. And that might be the first step is like communicating with somebody be like, Hey, like I don't want to, I don't want to fight with you anymore. I don't want to argue with you anymore. I don't even want to like raise my voice with you anymore. It's like, I love you. I care about you. I want the best for both of us. And like, I just want to move forward and grow together. Yeah. And that is, and it's all like, it's all together, right? This hundred percent, hundred percent unconditional and communication. It all is like bundled into one thing, right? Which is love yeah. ultimately. Yeah. And so if you like, and one thing I just want to mention after I say this is to go back in time a little bit for us, but you know, if you bring these things to your relationship, you're going to see it change very naturally, right? So you start giving a hundred percent and unconditionally, right? Letting go of those expectations and start communicating in a calm manner and say, you know, Hey, this doesn't make me feel good or Hey, you know, how do you feel most love? Right. Ask them, how do you feel? When do you feel most loved? Mm -hmm. And they might be like watching a movie together Mm -hmm. or like a big hug or like holding hands or like coffee in the morning with you. Right. So like ask them, we have Um, those conversations. We have all of those conversations, all of those conversations, like often too. Like last week we had the conversation and she's like, well, well we like, we're working around our morning routine before Mm -hmm. work and everything. And she was saying that Kayleen was saying that she wanted to have more time, just like a little bit of time. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. So then we, we carved out literally just like five minutes to sit down, have coffee together, look at each other, talk to each other, put our arms around each other. Yeah. Because that, that, that makes her feel loved. Right. And I told her like, what makes me feel loved is when you give me a big old bear hug <laughs> and you give me like a little squealing, like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I just feel like 
that t- like that nice tight hug. Yeah, that makes bear hug, feel love. Little bear hug, and that makes me feel love, and that's all I need. But we communicate all that those things constantly because, also, like, so we reworked our morning routine to fit in the PTSD TV episode, right? And so that was like a little thing that we were missing, and that that I felt like. You know, I was like starting my day off balance if I didn't just yeah. have lit. It's literally five minutes. It's literally like three minutes because we set an alarm, right, to make sure that we like run on time. But it's literally like three minutes of us just like sitting next to each other and like taking a deep breath and like looking at each other and having yeah. coffee. And it is the most amazing thing. And, you know, it's three minutes, right? right. And it takes me one right. second to like hug him and like make him feel loved. Yeah. And so it's 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 so important that you have these conversations and right. just ask just ask just ask then and it's, know. You, know, you don't have to wonder you don't have to wonder just ask yeah and then something i just want to do quick before we kind of wrap up is i want to go back in time for us a little bit right so we're saying like you know like we don't really f- we don't fight we don't this argue right yeah. we disagree um but <laughs> it didn't start like that no. right it didn't start <laughs> with communication it didn't start unconditional it didn't start 100 percent, 100 percent, and it was really challenging to get to this point mm-hmm. without knowing this information right right and right. you know it was a lot of screaming matches and right. i right. definitely threw a handful of things at you um <laughs> she never hit me i never i didn't mean to hit if i wanted to hit him i would have hit him <laughs> and it was an ice cream sandwich so like i think he would have enjoyed it um but you know it didn't start like this no, it was, you know, it, it was started hard. kind of, you know, the, the yelling hard. and like leaving the house and like kind of running away, slamming doors, you know, holes in walls. And it was really hard. And so I think that's just an important perspective to see like, yes, now we're at a point where if we disagree, even on something like royally, right, we like royally disagree on something, we can like take a deep breath, like pause, right? And we can communicate with each other. Rather than like snapping at each other, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> I just imagine you getting mad and me laughing at you, <laughs> and then you getting more mad. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's super super duper important to realize that, like, we didn't start here. Like, we we <laughs> over the years, these are. I mean, we're teaching you the lessons that helped us get beyond all those fights and all those arguments, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we didn't start here. Like, no one starts. Like, you need to grow. Like, if you want to, like, our relationship was, like, really crappy. Mm -hmm. Like, it was terrible. Like, we would argue all the time. We'd be tense all the time. We wouldn't communicate at all. And we'd always be holding, we'd always be harboring. Brad would be harboring all these feelings. (laughs) You harboring Brad? (laughs) We'd be harboring all these feelings for each other and never communicate that and never explain how we were feeling and never move beyond it. And then we'd just, like, internalize all that stress and then just, like explode on the other person, just like let it all out mm-hmm. and basically brawl. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and <laughs> but it was bad. You know, was when bad. you hold those things, little things will set you off as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, like when you're holding the big stuff, little things like dishes in the sink or like I remember arguing you with you like about like pudding or something. Something really kind of like, do you remember chocolate mm-hmm. pudding? Oh, was that th- in the sink? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. There, there. I remember literally counting. No, 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 no. She gets mad about moldy stuff in the fridge. <laughs> Reasonably <laughs> so. Um, no, but I remember fighting with you on a handful of occasions uh, about chocolate pudding for some reason. And you know, it's little things like that that 
you know, either it will come out or like you hold all these little things and then, you know, you kind of flip out on the other person. And there were so many little things that (laughs) ended up as big things and they didn't have to. And something that, you know, we learned at some point was like, like, I want to have little conversations so we don't have to have the big ones. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. this was when we really couldn't even have conversations. But, right. you know, when something's bothering me, I just want to talk to you, right? I just want to yeah. like, pause, whatever it is. If it interrupts our day or the movie, if we have to, you know, pull the car over and sit and like talk it out for an hour, right? It's worth it to have this conversation now so we can resolve, so we can relax, so we can move on, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a big lesson that we learned. But um, just kind of point being for us looking back, it was not. It was not all roses and rainbows and butterflies and stuff like that. And there was definitely a Valentine's Day where I don't think we talked to each other. We had a fight. And Probably. Yeah. And um, I think one of us left. We ended up fine towards the end of the day. And we had waffles, I think, and probably got drunk. But, um, <laughs> you know, so it's like it's – um. It's challenging, but I just want to bring that perspective of, you know, we're here now and this is our kind of our finish line. But, you know, we were at the point where it was slamming doors and fights and and raised voices and fists through walls and Mm -hmm. everything, everything, everything. And so important to like not beat yourself up for all those things, too, because a lot of those things happen. Like all all, like a lot of those that like those angry outbursts or even like those um, um, arguments that you're having with your your significant other. they stem from like your PTSD because like you, like you're like constantly like stressed out all Mm -hmm. the time. Right. If we think of it like a, um, like a balloon, like a normal person's balloon is like slightly deflated. And let's say like the air inside of the balloon is like stress. Right. So like a a regular person or a person without PTSD's PTSD, um, balloon is like mostly deflated. Whereas like, you with PTSD, like you're like when you're feeling all that stress and anxiety, it's like your balloon is like almost at max capacity. And like when you get into like the tiniest argument or when like Kayleen would see like a little moldy thing in, in the fridge or like some dishes in the sink, like something really small that like wouldn't affect most people, like your balloon just like pops and then you're just like, it's over, mm-hmm. you know? So like, it's important to, to understand that like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's like your PTSD like puts you in this, like high, high stress situation at that point where a little thing will just set you off. And that's why, why, why that happens is because like you're constantly up at this like really high level of stress yeah, and just one thing pushes you over and causes everything just to like wreak havoc on your life. Mm-hmm. So that's important to know. So you can bring some love to yourself and acceptance to yourself. Cause if you're like, okay, like I'm not giving hundred percent, I'm not giving like unconditional love and I'm not communicating well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's, that's, totally that's exactly okay. where we started. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with you, but you need to start taking action steps to remedy that, to make things better. And it all comes down to action. You know, having those uncomfortable conversations, those uncomfortable small conversations. So you don't have to have the big ones. Right. And to like really just realize that. And like when you know that too, like when you know that your PTSD is all up here and that little thing pushes you over, you can almost, you can almost stop yourself before. Cause you're like, okay, like it's, I'm just like, I'm going through a lot and like, mm-hmm. I can just, just need to bring a little love to myself and understanding to myself and like, everything's okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's important. That is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And like Brad said, action, 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 action. Mm-hmm. So the action today 
on this Valentine's Day or whenever you're <laughs> listening to this after, bring this, you know, this concept, right? Everything we talked about today, the 100%, 100% unconditional mm-hmm. and the communication, bring it to, you know, your partner, your friend, your family, bring it to one person that you love today, right? So yep. really right now today, even just call someone up and be like, you know what? I love you, man. Like, yeah. I hope you have a great day and send that to them, right? Give, yeah. give, 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 give. So give, you know, bring this, what we talked about today to your, you know, your significant other or your family or w- one of your friends or all of your friends yeah. or all of the above. Um, but make sure to take action on this today and see how it feels to have that hundred percent, hundred percent to be unconditional yourself, right? Bring this and to communicate yourself, to be the yeah. catalyst, to be the one that starts everything. Right, right. See how that feels. It's going to feel so good mm-hmm. to be in control and to know that you're moving forward within those relationships. Right. So it only, it only takes one person That's right. to start this, right? So pick one person right now that you can communicate, like just give, be like, hey man, like I was just thinking about you. I really appreciate you. I really love you and you know, want the best for you. Pick one person right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that person in your head right now that you need to go say this to, mm-hmm. right? And do it right when you're done, right when this thing stops, do it. Don't yeah. wait. Don't let time, don't like put this off, right? right? Yeah. Like maybe you'll even be a little, you're like, you'll probably be a little, be uncomfortable. Be a little nervous. Right? Yeah. That's good. That Like when you, when you get uncomfortable, that means you're doing something that's going to make you grow. That's right. So like if you never gr- like move past that, like uncomfortableness that you're feeling, like you're never going to grow, you're never going to get better because every single conversation that we had was uncomfortable. Every, like all those conversations like that made us grow and like move beyond that point of like constant fights was extremely, extremely uncomfortable. Like they were very hard to do. And like, you have to just kind of like push those feelings aside. And just like go for it. Yeah. Cause but that's, yeah, you basically kind of have to suck it up and essentially, like jump in. Yeah. yeah you have to because jump in. You have to be like, they are, they are, they're yeah. supposed to be uncomfortable. Right. Cause they yeah. are growth moments. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Um, they're not easy conversations. No. <laughs> Towards the end, they get a lot easier, right? Yeah. And you do grow within them, and every conversation you have will get easier. Mm-hmm. But it is nerve-wracking. It is challenging. And yeah. um, it, takes, it takes some work and some effort. Yeah. So this yeah. is the, the give you a hug and kick you in the butt. Especially especially when you, like, you're feeling that anger of just, like, lashing out. It's like, they, like, I would feel that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to argue with you. Or I just want to, like, say something to you. Or like, I feel like you, like you hurt me or you said something that hurt me. It's like, I just have to like, almost like, just like man up and be like, like take myself out of the situation and like be the person to calm things down. Somebody, somebody has to let it go Mm -hmm. to start the, the loving conversation. So man up or woman up. Somebody has to let it go. There has to be one person that like. You know, both sides up until this point, like we we were both having those uncomfortable feelings. Somebody has to let it go to start moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Someone has to let go of that uncomfortable feeling, do that thing they don't want to do. Like have those uncomfortable conversations, those calm conversations and let, let like, let the arguments go. Yeah. And be like, is this really worth it? And what's you know? important at the end and of the day? what's important? Yeah. You know, is it important that I yell at you or is it important that we resolve this and right. I show you how much I love you even when... I want to yell yeah. at you and do the exact opposite instead. Right. And that was something also we brought, you know, there were times where it, within this journey, we were like fighting, right. Kind of like raised voices fighting. And like, I remember like one situation where mm-hmm. we were like fighting and 
I stepped out just for a second mentally and was like, okay, I'm going to do the opposite. Right. And I was like, and then I started raised voices, like saying like, I love you. I love you so much. I know. <laughs> and it just kind of made us both laugh. And it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a great thing to do. Honestly, it is to it do is. the opposite of what you feel, even though I'm like, Oh, I'm so angry. And then <laughs> just be like, I love you. <laughs> so it's really, important. yeah, it's hard. It's also oh, hard to so realize hard. that to accept when you do something wrong too. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. And to apologize when you do something wrong and to realize and to, to take the, the responsibility of doing something wrong, not to beat yourself up, mm -hmm. but to take the responsibility and let it go and be like, Hey, I'm sorry. Right. That, oh my gosh. I've done that so many times. Big deal. I've done that so many, so many, so many times where you, you have that moment where like the, like the argument or something kind of just like pauses and then you just have to like, you almost just like give in and you'd be like, okay, like I, I, I like you look at it from their perspective. I look at it from Kaylin's perspective. Like I understand that like, this is what you're feeling. This is what you're going through. And I'm really sorry, you know, that if I, that I, um, said those things or if I came off in that way it's just like I really love you and I want the best for you and like I didn't mean to hurt you you know like I, I really did want the best for you and like those moments are hard to apologize yeah. to take that step back those are the hard things those are the hard things and most people cannot do that most people cannot do that can step back and say hey I'm sorry can most people cannot take responsibility for themselves and for their actions and for the things that they are putting onto other people that's just the plain truth. And it's really hard. Most people can't do it because it's really hard and they don't want to take that step out. They don't want to accept that they did something wrong. They want to keep fighting. There's that part in you that wants to fight, that wants to pick that fight. Mm -hmm. And most people, like it, it, it almost feels good, you know? Because like, it's just that it's like consuming you, that part that wants to fight and wants to argue, right? Yeah. And it takes a lot of work to calm that or to push that off to the side and be like, hey, I'm sorry. That's really hard. It is. That's an extremely hard thing to do. But you can do it. But the only thing worthwhile are the hard things. That's right. That's the only thing that's going to push you forward. Going to those uncomfortable places, doing the things that you don't want to do, doing what you know is right, you do, doing what you know what should be done to push you forward. And that's, that's what's going to make the biggest difference in those moments. Because you're going to have moments in the middle of an argument where you just like, you almost get like this rush of awareness. You're like, oh my gosh. I can make this decision right now, right? Yeah. You have yeah. you have those moments, right, Ken? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like where you it's like it's almost like you can take like you take a step back and you're like, oh my gosh. I can I can choose this path of calming things down and apologizing or just saying, Hey, I love you, or I can continue the fight. And most of the time people just continue to fight because that's the easiest thing to do. Right. Sometimes it's frustrating when you see that choice in front of you and you're like, Ugh, like I just wish I didn't see this. I, I wish I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wish I wasn't aware of this other path <laughs> to be honest. Like just to be honest, sometimes it is yeah. frustrating, but you know, it is important. And the more you take that path, the easier it gets to take. That's so important. the hardest time to take it is that first time. Yep. And then it gets easier from there. Easier and easier, easier. So today, <laughs> bring this to your friends, your family, your loved ones, mm -hmm. do it, do it, do it. You're going to feel amazing. They're going to feel great, right? Because yeah. they're going to be, ex all this love is going to be being brought to them. And yeah. it's, it's all around an amazing thing. Your life is just going to get so much better. Your relationships are going to get so much better. It's incredible. Everything. Yeah. Any, uh, any other That's words it. on any this? Any more rants? Nope. 
<laughs> okay, so some final That's words it. before we go here today. Um, if you like the podcast, if you like the the YouTube video, you know, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. Uh, we do episodes, w- uh, not weekly, every every weekday, mm-hmm. right? So Monday's motivation, Tuesday's our PTSD book club, Wednesday's our PTSD recovery workshop, Thursday's relationships, and Friday is Q and A. So <clears throat> you can look forward to all that every day of the week. It's awesome, awesome stuff. If you like it or if you don't like it, um, definitely rate us. Maybe say a few things so we can reach more people. Mm-hmm. So the more kind of ratings that we have, I think it's one to five stars, right? Five being yep. five being great. Yep. Um, the more ratings we have, the more people we can reach. And more, more and more often now we're having people reach out and say like, hey, I listen to your podcast every day. It's awesome. It's getting me through this tough time. Like I appreciate it. Like people, yeah. people are really genuinely um, seeing sh- changes, seeing changes, yeah. and they're taking, they're taking the action. action. Yeah, and so we want obviously to help as many people as we can. That's our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so please do that, so we can help more people, so we can reach more people, so we can change more lives, yep. um, and so we can get in front of more people. Yep. And that that is the most important thing. Yep. And then this weekend, I'm running a live training. Nope. This weekend, I'm running a training. (laughs) (laughs) We are actually going away this weekend. Um, But it's a a webinar training. So I just did it this week, and I'm doing replays of this training. And it's how to heal your PTSD, even if you feel hopeless, even if you suffered for decades. So definitely go and catch the replay. It's a great, great, great training. And at the end, I talk about the program that I run, the Broken to Unbreakable program. And it, the training itself is truly life-changing. It, it took me months to put together. It's, you know, you get to learn about my, uh, my journey, not my story, nothing detailed, but my mm-hmm. journey and kind of how I ended up where I am now, right? So how we went from holes in the walls, from, you know, <laughs> drunk <laughs> on the floor <laughs> to, to um, where we are now and the mm-hmm. place that we're coming from now. So it's a great, great training. Um, so if you're struggling with PTSD or CPTSD or if someone you love is struggling, definitely point them that way. You can see it at overcomingptsd.info slash go. Mm-hmm. That's overcomingptsd.info slash go. And you can register for one of the replays this weekend. Yeah. And honestly, like Kayleen could be charging real money for this because it's like the training and the amount of time that she put into this training is ridiculous. So spend some time this weekend and go see it. If you've been putting it off, if you've been hearing us say it, commit. Yeah. Commit. Take the action and do it. Yeah. Because it's going to change your life. And um, at, at the end, like she said, she talks about her Broken to Unbreakable program. And none of this would be possible without that program. And we heard an amazing story. I don't know if you want to share about that from a client. We did. Yeah. So I ha- I was on a coaching in call. Broken, yeah. In Broken yeah, to Unbreakable. Uh, from a client from Broken to Unbreakable. And I was on a coaching call yesterday. And she expressed to me kind of since she started the program I guess two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. and she has been doing awesome and she has been she's been taking it. action right which is the biggest thing and she just she's been implementing everything that we talk about in the program into her life and mm-hmm. she's been kind of changing her whole lifestyle around which is like the ultimate goal right and she you know she expressed to me that you know she's no longer feeling the anxiety like she was right she's able to calm her anxiety um i shared yesterday uh an experience that she had where she saw someone from her past mm-hmm. that you know in in the past would have really bothered her and she was able to calm those thoughts and you know continue doing what she was doing 
and you know just working on her beliefs and her you know her nightly stuff and you know she expressed to me that since she began the program she has not experienced any nightmares which is so amazing right and so so powerful and once you begin to get a night's sleep and she also expressed to me not only is she sleeping but she's getting a restful night's sleep and we all know how different restful from restless is um she's been doing an awesome job and it you know it does come down to action and implementation but you know that's that's a real that's a real person you know and and these are real people i work with people all around the world and it's an amazing program. You know, I walk you through the recovery pro- process and it's, she just, I, I can't even, I'm like, so proud of her. I'm honestly, so proud like. of her too. And I can't even go on enough about her because she really has been putting in the work and that is the ultimate thing. And she's been doing it and she's been implementing. And if you do it, it works. You know, there is a yeah. path to healing and it works. And just that alone, right? It, <laughs> it's so amazing it's so amazing and you know she expressed to me and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing these words but she said like before she started right she felt like coping was her full-time job right so she was spending full-time full-time she was coping with this right and she was struggling with this and people not understanding and feeling isolated and coping was a full-time job and you know now she feels like now that she's kind of getting the ball rolling, getting that relief, getting that progress and getting those results that now she has freed up all this time, right? And now mm-hmm. she can begin to do things. She expressed to me um, about going back to work, right? So like now that coping's yeah. not your full-time job, she expressed to me how she feels more confident, right? This was just yesterday. I mean, there's, I hear these stories all the time, but this was d- just so recent that, you know, I I heard from her yesterday that just like, so so amazing so amazing like that she feels confident and like she could you know go and get another job and like you know not feel like she's gonna have a meltdown or feel like the anxiety is gonna be too much or you know she expressed going to the movies and being able to calm the anxiety right and like it's just it's so amazing and i can't say she's doing an amazing job and she's crushing so many myths Uh uh-huh she is she's crushing all the myths and it comes down to her her commitment and her action Honestly, it's, it's, she's doing an incredible job. Yeah. Incredible, incredible job. But, um, and guess what step one was for her, right? A consultation, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not doing consultations this weekend, but step one for a lot of people is the webinar, right? Mm-hmm. So if you begin to take action, you're going to see results. So, you know, right. if, if you're listening to this way after and I am doing consultations again, then, then reach out. Or, yeah. or email me yeah. even now email me and we can set something up to do a consultation right that's how it begins taking action register for for the webinar sit and watch it right it's just about as long as a movie right it's just about two hours it's an amazing training and if you want results like she's having watch it register show up be there mm-hmm. shut off all distractions focus you know show up to the consultation if we're doing one and and you're gonna see results if you're if you're tired of, of, of coping and coping being your full-time job. If you're ready for a change and like, you're just like sick and tired. Like we were sick and tired when we first started. And like this, this woman was sick and tired, like take some action. Mm-hmm. It starts with action. It starts with action and your life will change. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It is. It's unbelievable how fast it happens. It's, it's crazy. 
Yeah. It almost brings it almost brings like a tear of joy to my eye. Yeah, hearing, me too. Hearing her story because like, like changing lives like that is like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a big deal. So fast too. Yeah, but I think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, so that is all we have. We love you. We believe in you. We're here for you. Um, watch the webinar keep showing up to the podcast we love having you all Mm -hmm. we love hearing from you please reach out yeah communicate with us and um we're rooting for you happy valentine's day it's actually february 14th here it's actually february 15th here is it february it's february that's all i know february 15th here so it's actually (laughs) not valentine's day which i just realized but happy valentine's day and we love you and we will see you all next time adios bye bye